You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Hey, everyone. You are listening to another episode of the All Things Private Practice Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Cassell. I'm joined today by my friend and colleague, Jessica Gulish, who is the head of sales but wears all the hats at Spruce Health and is now celebrating her seventh anniversary there with a startup. And I had the pleasure of meeting Jessica in person in San Francisco last year and hanging out and really getting a feel for the culture of the company and really happy to have you on here. You're a wealth of knowledge and really love that you're a part of this industry. Thanks for having me. I love sharing and chatting about all things healthcare communication. Yeah. I mean, we also could do the episode on like where to eat and drink in California. Um, That could be a thing. Absolutely. I love communicating about uh, food and wine as well and travel. (laughs) See where this episode goes today. But for those of you listening and don't know who Spruce Health is in the mental health space, uh, Jessica, why don't you tell us a little bit about what y'all do and why you do it? Uh, We are patient communication software. And what that entails is anything from your business phone number or even in office phone, phone system. And it's a modern phone system in that it's going to be all virtual. So cloud-based, so you can access it anywhere, making it really easy to be on the go or in multiple spaces um, as well, <clears throat> text enabled. So we all know we love SMS. So text enabled both by SMS and secure messaging. We have a patient app um, and we also have telemedicine. So pretty much, oh, and e-fax is another very popular um, and old school. Some people are like, why do we even have e-fax? I was like, oh, you're not obviously in healthcare. So uh, we kind of just handle all the different types of communication. And then what Spruce really does well is collaborating as a team around those communication. um, So you can do it better. And then obviously, since we're only for healthcare, we think a lot about HIPAA compliance and security for all your patient information. Yeah. And I love that you named that. And for those of you listening, HIPAA compliance, H-I-P-A-A, not H-I-P-P-A. Not HIPAA. Uh, just had Lyeth Dalton from Person Centered Tech on here talking about HIPAA compliance. And I'm, I think we're going to take it in a different direction today because a question that comes up a lot is the texting feature and functionality, yeah. not just of Spruce, but like, should I be texting my clients in general? Yeah. And you can dissect that in so many different ways and lenses, but ultimately there is a really important feature and functionality that Spruce has when it comes to secure messaging which is different than just straight up SMS texting. So can you talk a little bit about why that's an important feature, what the risks are as well? Yeah, well, first, you know, it's a really important feature because it really makes it easy to communicate with your patients. And so we sometimes get bogged down by like, I can't do this, so I just give up. But really, the important thing is making sure our patients can communicate and you can communicate with them quickly. And so it's important to have a solution for texting should you want to do it um, and make sure you're doing it safely. Um, texting is a generic term. So you can think texting and you may think what we do with our friends and family on, you know, iMessage. Um, 
Or you may think texting is secure texting because you're in healthcare and that's the only way we can do it. And what I mean by secure texting, essentially it's just communicating over messaging. It's almost like email could be considered secure texting in the secure form or a portal. Um, and secure just means that it's protected. It, it can't kind of be intercepted uh, when you're sending it back and forth from the patient to yourself. Um, so you have SMS, which is traditional. I should know what it stands for, but it's it's that it's a traditional texting that's phone number to phone number. Uh, and so you have phone number to phone number, SMS. Then you have secure text. Then there's actually kind of been a new development uh, that I call it link-based text that sometimes you can send a text, SMS, and it goes to the patient's number and it's a link. You may have seen this. And then it opens kind of a secure portal and you have to do some sort of login or credentialing. So you're still logging logging in and you have to get some sort of security so that you're giving permission. Um, so that's kind of the differences. I, I get a lot of people that will come in. I, I want secure text or I want text. And then I have to kind of dissect it. What do you really want? Yeah. So- that, and I want to just yes, note too, like you mentioned, texting makes it easier to communicate, yeah. right? So oh. we, ha we have to acknowledge that we're in 2023. A lot of our clients don't want to make phone calls. I myself don't want to make phone calls. I don't want to pick up the phone. So I think for a lot of clients, they would much prefer to be able to text uh, freely and safely. And that creates accessibility. And I think for ourselves, like I own a group practice here in North Carolina, and we have buttons all over our website that say, you know, uh, call or text and people text our main line all the time to get started and initiate uh, conversations. And I think it makes so much sense because we're talking about accessibility, people who can do so discreetly. And we're also talking about for neurodivergent people who really struggle with phone call communication Absolutely. and sensory needs to be able to just text in. So we're talking about accessibility. Here's what I see a lot of in my Facebook group or just in general is the lack of understanding of why secure text is important and what the risks are if you are just texting via SMS. Right. Yeah, I, I think, I think um, it's so important that the patients can do that because how many times are you in a public place or around your family and you don't want to call to talk about your healthcare needs as well? Yep. So it's almost like counterintuitive, you know? It's actually more private when you're texting versus openly talking. Um, but yeah, you have to first decide, you know, what you want to do. Do you want to offer SMS or do you want to have them have an app that they have to message you on? And pretty much, or we're very familiar with EHR portals, right? You have an EHR portal. So that is another secure method. Um, and with SMS, the biggest thing is it can be HIPAA compliant. And so many people don't get this. They they think it's no way it can't be HIPAA compliant. Like I have to use secure text. No. You can use SMS, traditional phone number to phone number texting, and be HIPAA compliant. What you need to do is get permissions that the patients prefer it. We've been doing this for a lot longer with traditional email for so long. And actually, for, for the old schoolers on the listening, we've been doing this for voicemails. And back in the day, when you filled out paperwork, it said, are you okay if we leave a voicemail on your machine? Yep. Right? You remember we had to do that and you have to say yes. So it's just getting permissions. We want patients to be aware of what they're doing and be okay with it. And if they're not, the other component is offer an alternative. So if you don't have a secure alternative, that's when you kind of get into trouble. So if you offer SMS and say, hey, you can 
If you're comfortable doing this, go for it. Text me, email me. But if not, here's a, here's a link to an app or use our EHR portal. So that's other component I see really miss, like kind of understood. Um, so, so you want to get permissions. The other thing is you have texting, SMS. Patients can see your phone number and either like, Patrick, your website, you say text me, but, or they just see a number, they text it. I'm that girl. I, I will text a number at a restaurant just trying to change our reservation to see if it works. Usually doesn't. Uh, but if you text someone, um, you know, that's a patient choosing to text you. Yep. So generally speaking, if they're initiating it, starting it, you're good. It's a spectrum. You don't just do something you're good. You want to continuously make sure, you know, maybe you say to them, hey, I also have a secure link if you prefer to talk about this over a secure channel. Right. And usually they'll just keep texting you. But you offered, you did your due diligence there. And you're good. The second component, that's a kind of sending messages back and forth. The second is at rest. HIPAA cares about that. And that means how are you storing it? How are you storing this text message? Can people that shouldn't be able to see it, see it? Um, can, you know, are the contacts, the name that you're storing this person, you know, their name, the patient's name is PHI. Is it stored in a secure HIPAA compliant area? So you have the in transit and then at the rest. And so obviously I'm on here spruce. We we store it all securely and we have really great privacy settings of how you log in. You can have access controls of only certain therapists get to see certain contacts. All of these things are little details that we've built, but also you should think about, but, or just use a company that's already found it. <laughs> so I always say that because I'm lazy. So like, I just use one of the credited. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I think those are great points. And I think that you're right, that it's often overlooked in terms of like, okay, texting has to be secured through this portal or this app. Right. And you're right. If, the, if you're offering this as an option and the client is consenting into SMS texting and emailing without an encrypted feature, that is, that is giving permission. And I, I like that you mentioned like giving the alternative. Having yeah. an alternative option, a backup, if that client's like, no, I'm not comfortable with this. Yeah. And I will say that most of our clients, like, here's our process internally. Client texts in, they want to start uh, counseling services, our admin, our scheduler respond. And then they say, hey, we can send you a link for secure HIPAA compliant communication. Would you like to download the app so that we can chat on there? And 99% of the time, they're like, no, I don't really care. So it's yeah. like doing your due diligence and making sure that you're offering that option and also right. having it documented that you offered that option. Right. I think that's also really important. Right. And, and I love SMS, but I, there is also a place for the app. You yeah. know, uh, I do find it sometimes it's nice to have a place on my phone to go for my healthcare, right? Totally. And versus texting, you have to kind of scroll through, you got to look for it, you have to start a new one. I mean, it's continuous thread, so it's still convenient there. But sometimes there are offices, you know, that they're like, no, we want everything to go through the app if possible. So they kind of do the default. It's like, download this app. And if they don't download the app, then they offer the SMS. So kind of like give the choices. It's also important as a practice, you can choose what you want to do in your practice. And so don't use a system that doesn't allow that, right? Um, so, and we're talking about SMS. I also want to just make it clear that the SMS is your phone number as well. 
So the patients are calling and texting the same number. So you're seeing whether they called three times and you could just text them back real fast. So it's all very consolidated, which is important as well to have it all in one system first. So you're not missing. And then if they call or text, you see the right name because it's protected. So can't forget about phone calls. They're still, they're still popular in a lot of offices. Totally. Yeah, still popular. And there's still risk here. Like if you are not offering and opting into SMS texting and the client's agreeing to that, there is a lot of risk for data um, to be stolen or privacy to be leaked unintentionally via um, transmission. So I think that's really important to know that there are risks involved if you're not doing your due diligence and giving your clients options and kind of highlighting the risks for them as well. Right. Um, we, I wanted to also touch on just texting, not just healthcare texting, if that's okay. Yeah. SMS cool. regulations. So another thing, like, so in healthcare, we're used to saying, like, are you okay with email? Are you okay with SMS, right? But if you've ever given your phone number out in any business saying you're okay with texting, like non-healthcare related, you've probably said, like, I'm okay with texting. Right. You know, traditional rate supply or some kind of thing like that. That is all texting businesses. That's not, I mean, it's not just non-healthcare. Healthcare also is just regulated by SMS. So as consumers, I'm sure everyone listening has gotten a spam text. <laughs> spam calling, obviously, we all have gotten that. But spam texting is kind of the new spam calling. And they're good. I don't know about you, Patrick. I've got some good ones that I almost fought for. This, the newest ones I've been seeing are like, hey, you know, is this Joe or something? Like they like make it so it's short. Have you gotten any of those? I do. Yeah. And I just I fall, you fall for them and then you say your real name and then I guess they can spam. Anyways, um, I could go on. So about. Jessica's falling for a lot of these spam texts. No, I'm not first. falling for a lot. I just, you know, sometimes I have to like tell my mom, hey, you know, mom, watch out for these ones. I'm getting them and I always fall for them. Um, but anyways, so it's a problem. And so the phone industry has come up with new regulations and every business phone system now needs to be registered. So you need to have your tax ID, your EIN, and register your business to show you're a legitimate business and are allowed to text outbound. Outbound, obviously, is the concern, meaning like you're texting people could be spamming, right? Um, so you have to register your business, and once it's approved, then you can send outbound text. But essentially now the regulation is you cannot send outbound text. You're going to be blocked by the major carriers if you're not a registered business, which is a huge benefit, right? So we're going to hopefully reduce the amount of spam texting, but you do have to put in some work. You have to register um, and it goes, you know, it's not, you know, you're not going to be published anywhere. It's just that you're able to send outbound text. You can actually though um, opt out. So if you don't want to send outbound text, then you don't have to do, you can opt out and then you don't have to do that component of the registry. There is another component that's phone calls too. So you don't get blocked as a spam call. So kind of new. I, I know, Patrick, you guys have already registered with Spruce. Um, and I don't know if you've heard any twirling of this. And now pause for a word from our sponsors. Most of you who are listening are probably private or group practice owners. I know how important it is to save money in your business. And I also know how important it is to have live, quality, responsive customer service. That's why we switched our entire group practice from a well-known EHR to Therapy Notes last year. If you're coming from another EHR, Therapy Notes makes the transition incredibly easy, importing your demographic data free of charge so you can get going right away. 
Try Therapy Notes, the number one rated electronic health record system available today. With live telephone support seven days a week, it's clear why Therapy Notes is rated 4.9 out of 5 stars on Trustpilot.com and Google. Find out what more than 100,000 mental health professionals already know and try Therapy Notes for two months absolutely free. Just go to TherapyNotes.com and enter promo code ATPP. They also have e-prescription software available and included, meaning that you do not have to have separate platforms for your medical billers and your medication management team. This is incredibly helpful and it makes sure that everything feels streamlined. Go to TherapyNotes.com and enter promo code ATPP. And now, pause for a word from our sponsors. From new patients faced with an empty lobby and no idea where to find their therapist to clinicians with a session running overtime and the doorbell ringing, some of the most anxiety-ridden moments of a therapy appointment happen before a session even starts. This episode's sponsor, The Receptionist for iPad, helps you tackle some of that pre-appointment apprehension and anxiety. The Receptionist for iPad is an easy-to-use digital client check-in system that helps your visitors check in securely to their appointments and notify their practitioners of their arrival via SMS, email, or your preferred channel. No more confusion, endless lobby checking, or having clients sign in on paper logbooks. It can even help you upgrade and update your demographic information for your clients as well and even validate parking. Start a 14-day free trial of The Receptionist for iPad by going to thereceptionist.com slash private practice. Make sure to start your trial with that link, and you'll also get your first month free if you decide to sign up. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. So for those of you listening, some of you in my Facebook group have actually started to mention like, hey, did anyone see this um, this email notification or or um, communication from Spruce about having to register your phone number, having yeah. to register with this database? And then some, to take it even further, have said certain words are starting to flag as um, spam or bot text. So can you yeah. touch upon that? Yeah. So the keyword blocking essentially was happening earlier. It was, it, I, I don't exactly know if it was exactly related, but it was, it was the first way to regulate spam text, right? It makes sense. Pick a keyword, block anything that has those keywords. Well, we quickly became um, part of this because a lot of the keywords you say in medicine are legit. They're not trying to sell you something or, you know, so cannabis, marijuana, uh, some, some of the, um, some of the medications even. Um, so we worked with our carrier partner to say like, Hey, we're in healthcare. These are okay. Um, and on top of it, like there's regulations, but we also have a product and we need to at you know, mass scale, figure out how are we going to safely and easily notify our customers that this was blocked and why and what they can do. And that process is not easy. You know, we have to build that. So we've had to really stop a lot and build everything for these new SMS regulations for the blocking of numbers. Uh, but generally speaking, you know, you should see your carrier, your phone service provider like Spruce should tell you why it's getting blocked. And if you just can't use that term or if, you know, you need, we need to do something extra to register your number again, you know, something I'm not again, but if uh, something, something we can look more into it, but it should tell you what the reason is early on. It was a little chaotic, right? Cause we're, we're just getting regulated. We don't know in advance. So um, yeah. So hopefully it should be fixed and it shouldn't be happening, 
um, or you have to use alternative words. And we're, of course, happy to work with anyone that's having that issue. Um, but this is not just spruce. It's, no, it's, this is, this it's is just everywhere. Everywhere. Um, if you own a business, this is just regulation that that's probably becoming newer information for you, especially if you're a newer business owner or, right. you know, these regulations are starting to hit healthcare especially hard then it makes sense why you're going to start seeing them and questioning, Hey, I've never seen this before. What, what the hell is happening here? Exactly. Yeah. It's, we're doing our best to communicate as much as we can, um, about it as it's updated, you know, um, but it's, it's going to be, it is for the best, right? It's going to reduce overall spamming. It's going to make sure text messages that need to get through, get through. Uh, and that, you know, I mean, it's just bizarre. Some systems aren't telling you it wasn't delivered. So, um, and same with calls, you're going to see call blocking as well. Um, it, the, I believe the date kind of keeps moving, but I think it's in August that they're going to start really regulating. So perfect. It's July. So make sure you register. And, so. <laughs> yeah, so make sure you're registering for this and yeah. paying attention to this, no matter which platform you're using, whether it's Absolutely. Swoosh or it's all... anything else. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's everybody. So um make sure you've done that. And, you know, we've been communicating, so everybody should have got, done it pretty much at our company. So. so you're a small company. You're, you mentioned to me that you're 33 people now, which is yep. significantly larger than when I met you last August. Yeah. Uh, but that, that does mean that there are growing pains, right? So that communication can, can sometimes be misconstrued, that things can fall through the cracks as you start to figure out your processes. So I think that it's important for people to know that when you're Working with a company that's smaller in nature, you get more personalized care, you get more intentionality, you get more thoughtfulness than working with a big conglomeration. And you also have to give some grace in terms of like the services that you're using and vice versa as things get rolled out and things get uh, beta tested as well. So I just want to say that because I personally don't like to ever promote brands or companies that I don't believe in. And I definitely believe in what y'all are doing because I've met you personally. We've had a lot of conversations. I've met a lot of the staff. Um, and it's very clear that you all care about not just the mental health space, but the medical and uh, space as well. And really trying to help providers grow their practices and businesses in a way that makes sense, that's efficient, that cuts down on um, certain tasks that you don't need to do to really improve your processes, to protect your client information, to Im- improve communication. And I think that's really valuable. Yeah, we all feel very passionately about making sure patients can uh, communicate to their providers or healthcare professionals in a manageable way. I mean, it's really what it comes down to, right? People are scared to do texting and it's like, well, if you have technology behind it to route the text to the right person at the right time or set expectations and boundaries. Uh, but I mean, come on, we're, in, we're talking about therapy. Boundaries is like the most overused term in therapy ever, but uh, not overused. It has, it has boundaries uh, and self-care. Yes. And so, yeah, it's all good. You know, Spruce, we've done a lot of webinars on things like this, making sure to take care of yourself because then you can't take care of your patients. Uh, But yeah, we really, we really are thoughtful about adding features when we can fully add them in a way that's easy. It's cross-platform. It's going to work across different specialties. I mean, we have to have a very flexible platform if we work with a solo therapist, a solo acupuncturist, to a 50-person clinical internal med office. So we, we're still focused on in independent practitioners, small business, or SMB, as they say. 
Um, you know, we're, you know, around under 25 providers is kind of our sweet spot right now. And so we really are, we know your business. Um, but I have to say, you know, as I talk to growing pains and I talk to new customers or prospects, I talk to customers and they're telling me these things and we're both having similar problems. You know, a couple of years ago, staffing was really hard and turnover. And you have, we have the same growing pains as, as our offices, you know, we're all small businesses essentially. Um, so we, so we really empathize also with making it flexible so you could add a room of teammates. Um, but yeah, the growing pigs, you know, we're in a really good group right now. We understand our customer base. Uh, we're prioritizing what we need to, that we hear. So always give your feedback. Um, you know, we're still doing a ton of telemedicine, telephony, and the SMS thing is a big deal. It's, it's changing kind of the landscape of competitors in especially the healthcare market. Um, because it's a lot of work to make sure that, you know, everyone can send text messages and send and make and receive calls. So um, that's kind of been the biggest thing, but we're adding, we have some other stuff coming. I don't want to spoil anything. And I don't like to say it until I'm using it. <laughs> I will yeah. say though that your telehealth platform is outstanding. And yeah. It's and that is a caveat. If you do want to use Spruce's telehealth platform, the client does have to download the app for secure communication, and it mm -hmm. just ensures that there's a protected and encrypted uh, telehealth call that can be made between um, both of your accounts. And we often default to it when our telehealth EHR system goes down because it's just so much easier and it's so flawless. So I really want to give you a big shout out on that because it, it really is a, a wonderful resource. There are lots of things you can do with Spruce that people probably don't know. You came on and did a Facebook Live in my group, and I was like, oh, shit, you can do all these things? Like, I I've been long promoting this, and I don't even know this. Like, <laughs> schedule send messages, auto responses, collecting payments, um, all the things that you can do to just really optimize your workflow and take away some of the admin responsibilities to just make your lives easier right. behind the scenes are so important. Yeah. Uh, well, you mentioned telemedicine. First, a little shout out. We are the top rated, easiest to use telemedicine app in G2, which is like I a software. Yeah. So it's, it, it, although you do have to download the app, it's once you're in there, it's so easy. The connection's really great. You can be on web or your um, app. Um, but the other, un, like, uh, not as popular telemedicine thing that we do that I think you know about, but maybe not. Uh, if we call them spruce visits and they're asynchronous questionnaires, and we have them across all specialties. So primary care, dermatology, pediatrics. But some of the ones that we've been seeing a huge increase in using are our mental health exams. So GAT7, PHQ9, and there you can, um, <clears throat> the patient can fill it out, the questionnaire on the mobile apps, which mobile app. What I like about it is they can, they can fill it out privately. You're not like a looking at them and asking them if they've had suicidal thoughts, right? This is right. just, you're going to probably get a little bit more honest answers when someone's answering it themselves. Totally. Um, and so then they fill it out and then it arrives to you as a PDF and you can put it into the chart. So the the asynchronous telemedicine is still something that I don't think has completely had its day yet. Uh, filling out a questionnaire about, you know, versus taking time for you to ask those questions man uh, manually, is just an efficient model. Um, and so we still feel passionately about that. Um, Ideally, we'd love one day to have those be custom so you can make intake forms, but it's just not where we're at today. Right. Um, so the asynchronous questions or the spruce visits or the other telemedicine thing I love 
And then you also mentioned something else. Oh, the features. Yeah, I always say go click around in any software from one software per software person to non-software people out there. Go through your settings, top to bottom. Click through every one. You can't break it. And you may discover things that you didn't know you could customize. Like we just added dark mode. Pretty cool for those that like it. I'm not a dark mode person, but I know there's a lot of people that like to switch their their application to be dark. So, you know, there's little features in there that you can always, um, in any software, like I'm, I'm a nerd and I do that. I go through it. I love going through, um, but that's my I love it. I mean, I, I think it's, and I appreciate the responsiveness to feedback as well. Like yes. you all really take it very seriously about who you're supporting and what their needs are. And I think that's really important when you're trying to grow a company or a startup and really ensure that the values align with the people you're trying to help. For sure. We really, we really try and uh, get feedback and we post all feedback. So everybody from marketing to engineering to support sees what a customer said and if anything's like weird we're like wait we have that or you know or you know let's think about that that's easy or we can't do that's too complicated and we're, right. we always file it and it's there and we know and we all get together when we try and prioritize what we've heard the most of and what's going to make the most impactful um difference to our customers and for potential new customers um and it's always interesting i mean our engineering team built this product so for them to hear feedback because they don't get to talk, like I get to talk to everyone and, you know, like you tell me you love our video platform. Like the guys, the people that built that don't get to hear that every day. So that's also why we post. We post the good and the bad um, so they can all hear it and they can make adjustments and feel proud. We're all very proud of what we built and support. And and I think you should be, honestly. And again, just knowing that there are these options out there for those of you who are like, oh, I'm I'm using Google Voice without a BAA and like, all the things that you can get yourself into some hot water for, like I really do encourage you to make the investment into a platform where you're going to not only protect your client information, but you're also going to make your life easier. So if you can get telehealth, texting, uh, and secured communication and an email address and a fax number all in one platform, that's pretty damn good to me. Absolutely. I, we use Spruce to support our customers and the sales team, we use it for our own direct numbers, our sales number. So pr- prospective clients always like text us. So we are using it and understand what's good and bad, you know, and what and continue to tweak it so it's good. But honestly, like I can't even imagine doing my job without Spruce right now because just it's like an extra brain is what I always say. Like, I don't have to think, did I call them back? Did I text them back? Did my colleague text them back? Like, oh no, I just, it's all written right here. I didn't have to think about it. So for me, it's just, I, I didn't realize that added benefit that I would be using it so much as Bruce. Totally. I use it all the time and I'm grateful. There's a schedule send feature. That's a, that's my biggest friend because like, I'll have this idea or this thing that I need to communicate. And then I'm like, it's one in the morning. I cannot send (laughs) my therapist that right now, but I can schedule it for 9am tomorrow. Perfect. So that's also a lifesaver. I just want to, you know, I've been demoing for, you know, seven years. And speaking of like the engineering team built all these really cool features and some took a lot of complexity, some less. The lar- the biggest crowd favorite, hands down when I'm demoing, is the scheduled message. So yep. to schedule a message for a later time. And it's so funny. I'm like, how doesn't regular phones have this yet? It's so convenient. And you don't, because you don't want to like get into it with someone at like six o'clock or at 4.55. Right, exactly. <laughs> and so- 
But every time I see it, it's the reaction on the healthcare professional's face is like, oh. <laughs> and I also, I don't know, Patrick, if you use that, but I use the schedule message then also as a reminders for me. So I'll do an internal note and I'll say like, ah, Jesse, um, did they write back or did the labs come? You know, like you can do like, did we get their response or something? And then have it scheduled to be sent in a week or four weeks, even in like four months. I'll say oh, yeah. like, they want to add their teammates, you know, so it is, it's really helpful. It's, it's, it's a lifesaver. So there, there are so many helpful features and functionalities here. And again, I, I wouldn't, I can't see or speak highly enough of what y'all are doing out there. And it's just really appreciated by the people who use your platforms. I hear nothing but positive feedback. And I think it means that you're doing the right thing by the mental health profession for sure. So I really do want to give you a lot of credit and I'm glad we've connected over the last couple of years about this. Yeah. And thank you for your support. We really do care. Um, and we really want to help. So however we can continue to grow to, to support all the different communities out there, we do have a, a high percentage of mental health, but we also support, you know, internal med uh, specialists. Um, and one day, hopefully we can help connect them more because when patients are on the Spruce app as well, they can be connected to all their doctors that happen to use Spruce. Right. Uh, so it, it, as we grow, I, I see that as another kind of opportunity to connect providers. So there's less duplication, but actually less lack of knowing what the other's doing. So we can all support each other and these patients more efficiently because it's really about efficiency, you know, and, and getting to things. So absolutely. I think that would be awesome if you had the ability to like sign an electronic uh, ROI to then communicate and coordinate care between people who yep. are using Spruce. That would be pretty awesome. We have it today. So you can securely message other clinicians that use Spruce. So right. kind of, and then what we've, we've been seeing it increase in a, especially for us in pediatrics, where you're going to have like parent, you know, parent and parent one and parent two um, on a group secure message so that everybody's on the same page. Because sometimes one parent it takes more of the, you know, doctor's appointments and stuff, but the other parents doesn't get to. So when you put them all in a group text together, the other person feels involved, there's more accountability um, and it's just all very helpful. So we're looking to expand that further. And you see it also in couples therapy, it can be very helpful so they can have their one-on-one -on -one communication with their therapist. And then they have the group uh, chat with both couples, I mean, with the couple and the therapist. So pretty cool. Very cool stuff. Um, while we're wrapping up, do you want to offer the audience any tips or strategies that come to mind? And please tell the audience where they can find what you have to offer so that they can start yeah. using Spruce uh, as soon as today. Well, sprucehealth.com. I mean, that's the one. Um, but, you know, I think we have a lot of therapists are, it's a growing field. We're seeing a lot of growth in people that are either out of group practice or at a, you know, or at a um, larger clinic starting their own thing while they're doing it or shrinking. I mean, you have all these different things. I think, you know, just do your research, get, you can get a number really easily and you can then start a business, you know? And so Spruce allows you to do that and keep really good documentation. I also coach a lot of people on making sure to capture potential clients in Spruce Someone that calls your practice or your clinic, that's a potential revenue source. Make sure to document it. You're going to forget. That's yep. just, so, so that's one, um, one other tip I'm going to just say is don't forget a sales portion and Spruce can be a lightweight CRM for you um, and just capture all that data and do the work for you. 
Um, and uh, yeah, sprucehealth.com. You can uh, sign up for a free two-week trial there. Um, you get a number. You can also download it in the app store or just go to Spruce Health on your mobile phone and just get started. That's easy enough for everyone to remember totally. and that will all be in the show notes. So you have easy access to that information. Oh, and if you want to email me directly, you can just email sales at sprucehealth.com and email our team. Um, or if you download the app, we have messaging and app for you, just like you do with your clients. We'll have all of that information in the show notes so that you all have easy access to Jessica's information so that you can easily find sprucehealth.com both on the website, on the app store, um, and you can connect with Jessica and she is willing to do demos or give trainings on how to use this feature and, and functionality and software. And it's really, really helpful to make you feel confident and comfortable. And also it just allows you to get your business up and running quicker than you would want it to when you have to go through all the hoops of like, how do I, where do I find a fax? Where do I find a telehealth platform? Where do I find a phone number, et cetera? How do I port my uh, phone number over from Google voice? They can do all of those things. So really, really helpful. Can't recommend them enough. To everyone listening to the All Things Private Practice podcast, new episodes are out every single Saturday on all major platforms and YouTube. Like, download, subscribe, and share. Doubt yourself. Do it anyway. We'll see you next week. Thanks, Jessica. Thanks for having me. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.